Hello, everyone. Welcome to Eternity, where love never fails. Hello, everyone. Thanks for listening. This is the Eternity Bible Study Podcast, where we walk through the Bible together every weekday, Monday through Friday. We're podcasting from here in the United States and in Zambia with a goal to share our thoughts and encourage one another as we read God's Word together verse by verse. My co-host in Zambia, Matali and I, are both listening to Through the Bible Podcast and then sharing our thoughts and encouragement with you. From America to Africa and everywhere else, God is in control. As always, our attribution goes to Through the Bible with Dr. J. Vernon McGee. So if you've ever wanted to try to read the Bible every day, we hope you can join us. We're regular people just like you, trying to learn more about God and walk in step with His Holy Spirit. So if you have your Bible, feel free to read along. And if not, no problem. We'll try to put it all together for you. So let's get started. Well, hello, everyone. We're back in the book of Matthew. We're in chapter 24. We've been talking about end times, signs of the end of the age. We're coming to a section here in Matthew. We're going to be starting in chapter, in verse 15, talking about the time of the Great Tribulation, which um, we will see um, before the return of of Jesus Christ, and um, it we start with verse fifteen. So when you see the abomination of desolation spoken of by the prophet Daniel standing in the holy place, then there's a parenthesis. Let the reader understand. Let those who are in Judea flee to the mountains. So McGee's saying here, this is a, it, it looks like this is a, um, a verse that is directed at people who are in Israel at the time. It's not directed to people who are in California or anybody else or in Georgia or in Zambia or any, you know, it's not directed at those people because he's saying, let those who are in Judea flee to the mountains. So standing in the holy place may be at the altar, uh, at the temple altar maybe in Jerusalem. Um, but this abomination of desolation, uh, my study Bible points out that it, uh, it may be the image of the Antichrist, um, which is this image of, of um, Satan's uh, representative in human form, uh, just like God had His representative in human form in Jesus, Satan will have His representative in human form, and it's referenced as the Antichrist. And it's not the Antichrist that are already in the world, referenced by John. Uh, this is the Antichrist, the abomination of desolation. So, uh, at this point, this, uh, this image of the abomination of desolation standing in the holy place uh, is going to be bringing in this great tribulation period of time. Uh, 
because Satan's representative is now present. Um, verse 17, let the one who is on the housetop not go down to take what is in his house, and let the one who is in the field not turn back to take his cloak. Um, this is the beginning of very bad times, and it's time to, to get away. Um, verse 19, alas, for women who are pregnant and for those who are nursing infants in those days. Jesus has compassion for people in, in various stages in life um, because this is going to be very hard times. Verse 20, pray that your flight may be not in winter or on the Sabbath. In other words, you're trying to get away um, from this, apparently, to try to escape it. Verse 21, For there will be a great tribulation, such as not been from the beginning of the world until now. No, and never will be. So this great tribulation that you hear people talking about is a name that Jesus gives it. Jesus gives the name of the Great Tribulation. So um, something he's named and something he's saying, this would be a great time. Now, Revelation, McGee points out that this period is marked by these war, these horses that um, with riders that are going out all th- around the world and unleashing, you know, these woes on the earth and they'll be unleashing war and famine and death and uh so this this is the beginning of of all these things this this time of when you see this great tribulation period it's best to escape or try to get to a safe place because war is coming famine is coming death is coming and mcgee points out that in Revelation, a third of the world's, uh, I think it, I think he said a third of the world's population will be, will be cut, cut out, and then another fourth of the world's population will be cut out. So, uh, I mean, many, many people will pass, um, and perhaps these are the wicked people, um, perhaps. Righteous people will perish during this time too, but the the only thing that can save someone in this period of time is their faith. So, just like we have trials and tribulations now, and that's what we have to depend on is our faith, these people have to depend on their faith here. Um, And perhaps it's an opportunity for many to receive Christ if they turn to Him to survive, spiritually speaking, to survive. They may not even survive physically, but just as we see today, trust in Christ saves us no matter what is going on with us physically. So, but these days... This will be a tribulation greater than anything ever seen or will see. But for the sake of the elect, those days will be cut short.
The elect would be someone who has received Christ. All those who follow Christ during this period. And, of course, God already knows who follows Christ. Perhaps that is a reference to them, the fact that these are the chosen people. But it will be their faith that, that allows them to be saved. Then if anyone says to you, look, here's the Christ, or there he is, do not believe it. So in other words, don't believe people claiming to be Christ. You've got you've to use your discernment at this point. You've got to have faith in him, but also discernment. Be careful of what you put your faith in. Verse 24, for false Christs and false prophets will arise and perform great signs and wonders, so as to lead astray, if possible, even the elect, even God's chosen people. And we have so many things to put our faith in here today. Money, power, prestige, popularity, security, things like that we put our faith in too. But perhaps these things are going to lead a lot of people astray. False Christs, false prophets, people proclaiming things. Um, probably even on a more bolder um, platform than we even have today. Verse 25, See, I have told you beforehand. Christ is, Christ is saying, Look, See, I'm giving you the word here. I'm telling you what's going to happen and how to be careful. Verse 26, so if they say to you, look, he is in the wilderness, don't go out there. If they say, look, he is in the inner rooms, do not believe it. So there's, if people are saying, look, there's Christ, you know, go, go follow him because he'll save you. Don't believe him. Verse 27, for as the lightning comes from the east and shines as far as the west, so will be the coming of the Son of Man. Wherever the corpse is, the vultures will gather. So we've got this image of the Son of Man coming like lightning. That's how he's going to come. There's going to be no announcement. He's not going to be, he's not going to need a, a John the Baptist a John the Baptist to sort of say, He's coming. He's not going to you're not going to need that. He's just going to come just as he left a flash of glory like lightning there's going to there's going to be no introduction needed and then right after that strong image we've got this terrible image verse 28 about the corpse and the vultures McGee made the point my study Bible doesn't make this point but McGee makes the point, and I remember when we studied it um, in Revelation, and I'll not take time to point it out, but there was a passage in Revelation where you've got this great battle. I think it might have been the Battle of Armageddon, but this great battle, um, and Jesus, his appearance, ceases that battle. He brings conclusion to all these great powers. And um, these great powers are um, perhaps being 
overpowered by satanic forces. And in an instant, Christ comes. In an instant, all the battles are over. Christ declares victory. And then the birds are going to come and just eat the flesh of these people put to death, these wicked, um, warring peoples. So Jesus is coming in a flash of glory. He's putting down every power on earth and um, destroying all these great armies, supposedly great armies from the earth. And the only thing left over will be the corpses and the birds will eat the flesh of the of these corpses. So that's he's coming in judgment. There will be no question who he is. There'll be no question when he arrives. And his judgment will be swift and immediate and he will have complete victory instantaneously. Verse 29 immediately after the tribulation of those days the sun will be darkened and the moon will not give its light and the stars will fall from heaven. And the powers of heaven will be shaken. Then there will appear in heaven the sign of the Son of Man, and all the tribes of the earth will mourn, and they will see the Son of Man coming on the clouds of heaven with the power and grace, excuse me, with power and great glory. So, after this tribulation is over, this war is instantly stopped. Then we're going to see, we've seen instantly God's sovereignty um, God's sovereignty over all authority on earth. And then we're going to see God's authority in all of heaven. So, and as the, the Son of Man comes to descend to earth, you'll see the sign of the Son of Man. So his spiritual authority is instantaneous, like lightning. And then as he, uh, apparently as he comes to earth, McGee calls the sign of the Son of Man perhaps his, his glory, and I think that the Bible re- refers to it as the Shekinah glory, which left the altar, when the, when the nation was of Israel was um, disobedient. And so the Shekinah glory, McGee says, will mark his coming. The Son of Man coming on the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. And then he'll send his angels out with a loud trumpet call and they will gather his elect from the four winds from one end of heaven to the other. Now, the elect... Are we talking about the all of the people who believe in Christ meeting him up in the clouds like when we saw it in Thessalonians? Um, or is he bringing back the nation Israel back together? Um, McGee seems to feel that it's the nation Israel. He's talking about the nation Israel. Um But 
in any event, when Christ comes, he is going to be reestablishing his kingdom on earth. And um, it might make sense that these elect are going to be these people of the, his remnant from the nation of Israel that he promised he would maintain and um, bring them back. I believe it was 144,000 that Revelation points out that will survive this great tribulation. And uh, he is so specific and so exact with that number of people. It's um, to show that he is totally in control, even down to the last person. But in any event, when Christ comes in his glory, it'll be on his terms. There won't be any more warring going on when he comes because he will instantly establish his kingdom and he will be coming in judgment. He will be coming in glory and power. And he will bring his nation back together and finally establish it as all of Scripture has pointed to. So we're going to stop here. And um, we'll continue our study in Matthew tomorrow. A, a tremendous, tremendous book. So much teaching from the Lord Jesus. It's it's really hard to take it all in. Um, but it's it's a pleasure going through it with you all. Just a wonderful experience. So now I'll turn the rest of the podcast over to my co-host in Zambia, Matali. Matali, I hope you're doing great. And look forward, as always, to hearing what you've got to say today. So, from me to all of you, as always, God bless you. Keep your hearts centered on Christ. And we'll see you next time. Hello. So today's teaching is coming from Matthew chapter 24, beginning at verse 14, all the way through to verse 32. So, scripture reads at Matthew 24, verse 14. And this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the world as a witness to all the nations and then the end will come. So the gospel of the kingdom is what John the Baptist preached and the message was repent the kingdom of heaven is at hand and the Lord Jesus Christ began his ministry with that message that John the Baptist was preaching and he sent his apostles out with that message. And now the Lord Jesus Christ has seized that and his invitation is that come unto all you who labor and are heavy laden, I will rest you. So now he is actually talking about the Son of Man who came to minister and not to be ministered unto and to give his life for many as a ransom. So today we preach the gospel of God's grace. And this is not another type of gospel. You know, some people will say, you know, there's different types of gospel now. This is just um, the emphasis, you know, is different. So we can't say today the kingdom of heaven is at hand in our teaching as we have, um, you know, we have no rights uh you know, we can't actually preach that the heaven, the kingdom of heaven is at hand because, um, but, you know, but when the great tribulation begins, these people will actually know that they 
are close to the end. Um, though they will not know the time nor the date, but they will um, know that it's actually um, close. Today, we don't put that particular emphasis that, um, you know, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. So John the Baptist also preached um, that, behold, the Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world. Uh, and he actually marked him out. He marked the Lord Jesus Christ out so that everyone who was saved before Christ came was saved on credit. So God accepted it until Christ came and took the sins of those um, of the past who had um, obeyed God and they were forgiven on the basis of the death of Christ. So back in the day, the law never saved anyone. It just actually revealed that they were lawbreakers. We are all lawbreakers. And, you know, the law actually revealed everyone was a lawbreaker and needed a savior. And a penalty had to be paid. And that penalty was paid through um, the shedding of blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. Verse 15 of scripture goes on to read. Therefore, when you see the abomination of desolation spoken of by Daniel the prophet standing in the holy place, whoever reads, let him understand. That's Daniel 9.27. So this is the sign of the end of the age. So there are two of them. That's the abomination of desolation in the book of Daniel. And um, the first one that's spoken of is, you know, when Titus Epiphanes, the Syrian who came down, destroyed Jerusalem, profaned the altar um, by boiling a saw and took the broth and poured it on all the vessels in the temple and intruded into the holy place. And this was called an abomination of desolation in that day. So we don't know yet uh, what will be the abomination of desolation. There's so much speculation and all, but we don't know. So maybe, and according to Dr. J. McGee's speculation, it will be the appearance of the Antichrist. But, I mean, like, even if the appearance of the Antichrist came, we wouldn't even know if it, always if it walked around in the streets and hit us in the face. Because we don't know. Scripture doesn't say. So, we don't know, but those people then will know. So, the people in that day, when, when you know, in future, um, when the abomination of desolation appears, they will know. So, we in this day are looking for that blessed hope. It doesn't say looking for that abomination of desolation. No. We're looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of our Lord and Savior. That's what we're looking for as his children. So the ones that are there will understand in that day when it appears um, the abomination of desolation. Okay, 16. Goes on to read. Then let those who are in Judea flee to the mountains. So here he's talking to people in Judea. He's not saying let the people in Zambia flee. He's saying let the people in Judea flee. Scripture goes on to read verse 17. Let him who is on the housetop not go down or take anything out of his house. Verse 18. Let him who is in the field not go back to get his clothes. So here, Scripture clearly says when that abomination of desolation appears, run. So don't go back. 
when word comes out that the abomination of desolation has appeared. Don't go back and say, oh, hey, let me go and get my worldly possessions. Verse 19 goes on to read, but woe to those who are pregnant and to those who are nursing babies in those days. So he has a great concern here for the pregnant and nursing in that day. So no one will be able, you know, like it's going to be a terrible time to be pregnant is actually a terrible time because in that day there will be a great population explosion so at the beginning of the great tribulation period so you know like we think we have a population explosion right now but in that day there'll be population explosion and he it's his his um he's agonizing with the pregnant and the nursing so this is not the time to have children to bring children into an evil cruel world verse 20 goes on to read and pray that your flight may not be in winter or on the Sabbath. So here, this is for people who actually observe and maintain the Sabbath. Verse 21 goes on to read, For then there will be a great tribulation such as has not been seen the beginning of the world until this time. No one shall ever, no, no, uh, no, nor ever shall be. So this is nothing like you know it is in it is historical you know the world's will not be able to compare whatever is going to take place at this time to anything at all the lord jesus christ labels the end of the age um as the great tribulation period so it's going to be so bad that it's not comparable to anything in the history of the world verse 22 reads and unless those days were shortened, no flesh would be saved. But for the elect's sake, those days will be shortened. So in Revelations, we read that at one time, a third of a population of the world is destroyed and another fourth is also destroyed. So um, here we're going to see the red horse of war, the black horse of uh, uh, famine, and the pale horse of death will actually ride during that period. So it's going to be such a bad period that it's incomparable to any other period in the history of the world. Verse 23 reads, Then if anyone says to you, Look here is the Christ, or there, do not believe it. So don't believe it because they will be false Christs. And there's been in the past a couple of people claiming like, you know, they're the son of man. But here is a warning. Do not believe it in that day. Verse 24. Or false Christs and false prophets will rise and show great signs and wonders to deceive, if possible, even the elect. So um, here... You know, this is something very important. And don't miss this. So, there will be people who have the ability to work miracles. And it's actually dangerous. Even today, we have people saying, you know, they're able to work miracles. It's dangerous as, you know, the next great miracle work will be the Antichrist and not, you know, the Lord Jesus Christ. And, yes, they say even the elect, who are the elect, the chosen people, the ones who are sealed in that day, they will be fooled. And, um, but God's people cannot be fooled all the time you cannot fool them all the time because you know here you have like 
lots of cults that are going around and claiming like to be um the real church the true church of of of, of the lord jesus christ and um if you're a children of god you know proper discernment and judgment you will have it in you the spirit just won't allow you you can be fooled once but if you pray over it and you can recognize all these signs that you know this is a cult this is not the real uh deal verse 25 goes on to read read see i have told you beforehand therefore if you if they say to you look he is in the desert do not go out or look he is in the inner rooms do not believe it for as the lightning comes from the east and flashes to the west so also will the coming of the son of man be so when he comes you know there won't be any john the baptist to actually announce him the whole world um, so, you know, when he comes, the whole world will actually know. It's going to be like lightning when it flashes, like the whole world will know. And he will come, he will be, you know, as public as lightning. You know, when he comes and they say, you know, there's going to be like a great, a great voice a sound, sounding like um, the archangel, that's going to be his voice. It's not like, it's not the angel to announce him. When he comes, he is coming. Um and announcing his coming to the whole world. Verse 28 goes on to read, For wherever the carcass is, there the eagles will be gathered together. So this is a very difficult verse in the entire discourse, this discourse, to understand. And this means his coming is his coming in judgment. And Revelation Revelations 19, we actually see an invitation went out to the bird family to come together for a great big banquet and they would eat the flesh of kings and great men of the earth when he comes he comes in judgment and where the carcass is the eagles will be gathered together verse 29 reads immediately after the tribulation of those days the sun will be darkened and the moon will not give its light the stars will fall from the heaven and the powers of heaven will be shaken. So all these things will take place at his coming to the earth. Verse 30 goes on to read, Then the sign of the man of the Son of Man will appear in heaven, and then all the tribes of the earth will mourn, and they will see the Son of Man coming on the clouds of heaven with power and great glory and what is this sign because he says then the sign of the son of man will appear so in the old testament the nation israel was given you know the shekinah glory that glory the the presence of god and it was in the holy of holies and no nation or people have ever had that so this Shekinah glory left the nation Israel. And when Jesus, the Lord Jesus Christ comes, he and, um, you know, when the Lord Jesus Christ comes here and, uh, you know, he's coming with, he's coming with glory. So when he was here on earth, he had, um, he actually didn't have his glory, but he still had his deity. He just, um, he never lost his prerogative prerogative of glory and when he comes a second time the sign will be you know the shekinah glory which will appear again and um obviously okay dr jiva mcgee pointed out this is 
kind of like just speculation because we all don't know what sign that is. So this is the coming of, this is a coming to the earth to, so he's actually coming to the earth to set up his kingdom. Verse 31 reads, and he will send his angels with a great sound of trumpet, with a great sound of the trumpet, and they will gather together his elect from the four winds and from the end of heaven to the other. So the elect is um, the nation Israel and not the church. As it's caught up, the church is actually caught up out of this world to meet the Lord Jesus Christ up in the air. And then the angels are not even connected in any, to any of this. So it's his voice. When he comes, it's his voice. His voice is going to sound like the archangel. So he will not need anybody to announce his coming. The sound of the trumpet is his voice. So he died for the church and he will bring it together and he won't need anybody else to help him to do so. So when the angels are gathered, we are talking about the nation Israel. So angels are connected um, with the nation Israel. And verse 32 goes on to read, now learn this parable from the fig tree. So now here we have like a parable. And um, when its branches, when its branch has already become tender and puts forth leaves, you know that summer is near. So this is talking about in the, the nation Israel back in that land. This is not a picture today. So we see a little bit of leaves putting out, but, you know, there's no spiritual life. So it's not a picture today. You know, the nation Israel, like we see, like, oh, okay, there's some activity, they're returning, some of them are returning back to the land, but this is not a picture uh, of, but there's no spirituality in their lives at all. And it's, it's not actually applicable today. Okay, so this is our teaching for today. Thank you all for listening in. God bless you all and have a pleasant day. Bye-bye.